Sisters and elders, welcome to the Preach My Gospel Training Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Carlson, and today we have with us, uh, returning to the podcast, Elder Marcus B. Nash, who's our Executive Director of the Missionary Department. Welcome back. Thank you. Love being with you. We also have the privilege of having with us today, John Boswell, who is the Director of Missionary Effectiveness in the Missionary Department. Now, John, you served as a young missionary in the Venezuela Maracaibo Mission, is that right? That's correct. And also as a mission leader with your wife in the Peru Lima East Mission a few years ago. We loved it. Yes. So glad you're here with us today. So grateful to be here. We are talking today, sisters and elders, about key indicators and setting goals. Uh, Now, for many missionaries, they have some experience with goals or goal setting, but this may be the first time in their lives that they're setting goals as part of the Lord's sacred work. So we really want to get into today some principles they may need to understand about goals and plans and indicators to help them start out their missions on the right foot. Thank you so much for being here to talk with us about that. To start out, what would you tell a new missionary about the importance of setting goals? You've got to set goals. And you have to remember why you're setting goals. You're not setting goals to achieve numbers. You're setting goals to bless people. And that's vital to remember. If if you keep that in mind, elders and sisters that I'm here to bless people, and I bless them by bringing them to the Savior, then the motivation in setting your goals is more pure. And when your motivation is more pure, revelation flows. And you actually can get heaven's guidance as you set goals, because he knows everyone who's around you, all of them. They're his children. And if you're setting goals with the pure motive to help people come to Christ, then you'll have revelation as a part of your goal-setting process. Uh, Julie, I love what it says in chapter 8 of Preach My Gospel. Um, the, the quote that says, goals reflect the desires of our hearts and our vision of what we can accomplish. And just exactly like Elder Nash said, when we have the right motives and we know that that those goals are to help individuals, the individuals who we, we love, we're teaching, that that idea, that vision that we get, um, it help us helps us accomplish miracles. You know what you're really making me think about. I don't know that we have any missionaries who don't want to help people come into Christ. You know, that's all why they're on their missions. But from what you're saying, it sounds like the missionaries who are willing to do the work to set inspired goals about that actually help more people. That they're able to do that work better because they've identified specifically what they're going to do in order to fulfill their purpose. And I think one of the important things to think about with that, Julia, is you're, you're, you're helping individuals, and so the goals need to be individually set yeah. for, for those individuals. You just can't you know, have a big, broad goal and, and expect that to, to, to make a difference for an individual. They need to be tailored to individuals. And each individual is learning line upon line and precept on, on precept. Yeah, that's so a great point. to echo what John's saying, I'll read another quote from Preach My Gospel. Goal setting and planning are acts of faith. Through goals and plans, our hopes are transformed into action. And the more specific we are, the more likely it is that it'll transform our hope, our desires, into action. Yeah, this is great. Um, Can we talk a little bit about key indicators? Sure. Particularly uh, as a missionary, how is setting key indicator goals supposed to help me? Well, again, our objective, uh, our missionary purpose is to 
help others come to the Savior. We invite them, and then we help them. And, and so what we're doing with that missionary purpose, in fulfilling our missionary purpose, is helping them to learn more about the Savior. We're helping them to uh, come and worship Him. We're helping them to, to commit to follow Him and ultimately to make covenants. And so each of those four key indicators are, are, are central, are key to help those individuals along their covenant path journey. You know, you look at these key indicators, and I've got them open here in front of me on Preach My Gospel. People baptized and confirmed, people with a baptismal date, people who attended sacrament meeting, and new people being taught. So we look at those key indicators. They're all, there's one common word, people, individuals, sons, daughters of God. And then each one is focused on something that actually binds them to Christ, that invites his power to enter into their lives. I have very strong feelings about the ordinance of baptism. We're not baptizing people so that we can just report on the goal that we set. Yeah. We're baptizing people so that they can experience rebirth, be renewed. Um, when you see someone walk out of the waters of baptism and they feel like life is new, um, then you realize this was, this was a goal, um, yes, but it's far beyond just a number. The goal is to see that person with the light in his or her eyes and feeling new again, and that life is full and brimming with hope. That's what baptism brings. And you look at these key indicators, they're measures of how people are doing. Yeah. Are they getting baptized? Have they, have they committed, have they set a date that they're going to be baptized? Are they coming to sacrament meeting and enjoying the blessing of the Spirit there? Are they, are they being taught the gospel? Um, how can we better teach them the gospel so that they can feel the Spirit and that sweet, quiet invitation of the Lord, come unto me and be baptized in my name? Yeah. If, what do you think this looks like for missionaries? If a missionary really understands what key indicators are and the right way to use them, what do you see in those missionaries in their day-to-day -day work? Preach my gospel. It says, although you'll use numbers, be able to support your numbers with the names of people where possible. And and again, so I, I think the missionary that focuses on uh, on both things, on the helping people come to the Savior and, and and focusing on those key indicators, they care about the people. They are full of love. They are committed. There, there. It is not about uh, how many lessons can I teach or how many people can we coerce to come to church? Yeah. It's about having that feeling of love for each individual in their individual circumstances, understanding their needs and desires, and then helping focus them on making the covenants that Elder Nash is talking about through baptism and, and, and worshiping him in church and learning about him in, in, in the lessons taught. And then after they're baptized as well, continuing to have the opportunity to renew their covenants through, through uh, partaking of the sacrament each week. So the missionary who is doing it 
truly sees them as their, their brother or their sister and ministers to them like the Savior would. You're just making me think about how these people are so sacred to us that, of course, we number them, right? right? Just like the yeah. Lord knows each of us and has numbered each of us, we would know his children and their progress um, and care about the details of that enough that we could we would number them because we care about mm-hmm. them. Um, this kind of leads me to another question we have. In Preaching My Gospel, we read, do everything in your power to achieve your goals while respecting the agency of others. So what does that look like? What does it look like to set goals and make plans that respect the agency of others? Yeah, Julia, I, I, I have a, an experience that I had as a general authority, if I may. I was in Korea. And uh, after I, I had a state conference assignment, following the conference assignment, a, two missionaries came walking up with a very sharp, young, you know, young single adult friend who they'd been teaching. And they came up and they introduced him to me and we chatted and I got a very clear impression. And I said to him, I said, have you felt something good today in this meeting? And he goes, yeah, it's, you know, through translation, yes, this has been really great. I just love what I felt. And I said to him, that's the spirit of God. That's the Holy Ghost bearing witness that this is true. And he, and he nodded affirmatively to what I'd said. And I just said, I said, so will you be baptized? And the church... The two elders, they're standing just behind him. They look at each other going like, their, their mouths flew open. They're going like, <laughs> their hands go up like, what's he doing? You know, type thing. And, and, and he looked at me and he goes, well, I'm not sure. I said, you know, I understand that. And I said, well, I tell you what, I have a little meeting I have to go to. Why don't you sit down and talk to the elders? And let's just see how you feel what you should do. Mm-hmm. You know it's true. You know this is right. But the call is yours. So you talk about it, and you let me know when I walk out of this meeting what you're going to do. He said, okay. So the elders walk off to the back of the chapel into another room, and I go to my little meeting post-conference. Then I walk out, and they're waiting in the hallway outside the door. And I said, all right, what's the decision? And he goes, I'm going to get baptized. Wow. I said, that's wonderful. Well, they wrote me, the elders wrote me with permission, their mission present later. He got baptized. And then I ran into him, one of them, on the BYU campus after he turned home for his mission. And he said, that was like one of the amazing experiences of our mission. And he said, that young man is all in. He is so strong in the gospel. And so to to respect the agency of others does not necessarily mean you soft shoe things. It doesn't mean that you're you're not bold and clear. You extend invitations, but you don't try to force them to the conclusion. You, 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 you counsel them, you're sweet and you're kind, you give them room, not pressure, but you give them room to think, um, and, and yet they know exactly where you stand and what the Lord wants. And when you do it with love, I'm not asking you to be baptized so I can report I got baptism number five this month or yeah. whatever the number may be or one, five this year or whatever. It, you're doing that because you love them and you know that God loves them. It just changes the tenor of the conversation. I think one of the things that we sometimes forget to do is to involve others in the goal-setting process. Yeah. We, right. we can't take their agency away and make the goal for them. I, I love the story. What do you want to do? What you, you think about it. You talk to the missionaries about it. And I think sometimes missionaries say, we, this is the goal for 
choose an individual's name. This is what it's going to be. I think the opportunity is to ha- is to in- include them in their own in their own goals and to talk about that at that with them. That's just so important to do, and and that that means we're going to trust that they too can receive revelation right. and inspiration. So we're clear about the invitation. We don't we don't dance around it. We're just really clear, and then we're really loving, and we engage them, as John just said, in resolving the concerns they have. Um, we can help them resolve their concerns, but frankly, they can resolve their concerns with our coaching, and then that becomes their goal, their date. Yeah, that that's part of that story that's so impactful, I think, is missionary's role is partially just helping people see what they're experiencing and understand it in the context of, you know, conversion, and then help them understand what choices are available to them, right? Yes. I, I just kept thinking about my own mission. There's a lot of times where I think we're really focused on getting people to attend sacrament meeting. Right. And I probably needed to focus a little more on helping people want to attend sacrament meeting, right? Like if yes. I could help them understand why attending sacrament meeting would help them get what they really wanted, whether it was the blessings for their family or that relationship with God or answers to problems in their lives. Once they knew that attending church was going to get them those things, it would have been a different discussion about setting goals to attend church, you know? Yeah. I do want to go back a little bit to this key indicators. Can you think of any other examples of, if I've got key indicator information about my area, how do I use that as a missionary to improve or get better? President Nelson said, good information leads to good inspiration. Yeah. So if we have key indicator data on you know, what has helped us be successful in some, in some ways, we should use that to, to transfer that as, as we move forward with other people. In our mission, we had a, a saying, um, pleased but never satisfied. We have to celebrate when we're having success and yeah. recognize that. But we, we also, I think, have the opportunity to, to, to improve or consistently improve just a little bit. One thing I've noticed, and I've toured a lot of missions as a general authority all over the globe, and one of the things that I've noticed that missionaries tend to um, go through a cycle. They find someone to teach, and then they focus on teaching, mm-hmm. and then they get commitments, and they work, and they work, and they work, and they either get baptized or not, and they go, okay, time to start the cycle again. Right. And they say, okay, let's go find, because now everybody in my teaching pool is very shallow. Um, balance, elders and sisters, Balance. The practical application of what Elder Nash just taught, the spiritual kind of um, uh, uh, view of, is you have to make daily and weekly plans for each one of the key indicators. You have to do it because if you don't, then you fall into the trap that he talked about of that cycle. But if you're continually focusing on all of the key indicators and most importantly, individuals that represent those key indicators you'll continually have a pool of people that you found that you'll teach that you'll help to make commitments and that that ultimately will will progress toward the savior remember as you as you work and you're setting those goals daily weekly and it's consistent you're maintaining balance and all the things you're doing all these goals you're setting you'll you'll find as you persist in doing that that um, some will progress and some won't. But I promise you, about nine-tenths of them will have been blessed by having been with you. Mm-hmm. And you will record them, their names, 
in the area book. As you think about missionaries and goal setting and key indicators, what are some of the challenges you've seen? If a missionary doesn't feel like setting goals is one of their strengths, what advice would you give them about how they can improve? A couple of things come to mind. First of all, that uh, setting unrealistic goals is completely demotivating. Yeah. And and you've got to you've got to set a goal that's attainable but has a potential of stretch. So if you're in an area that hasn't um, uh, had a baptism in in uh, three years, to set a goal of ten baptisms for the next month probably is not going to be motivating to you. However, you know you start with the rest of the key indicators. You st- finding people to teach yeah. and then teaching those 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 new people and and encouraging them and helping them get to sacrament meeting and as they progress you know little by little you 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 continue with the other key indicators you're going to set goals you're going to say we want to find this number of people today and this number of people this week the next question is all right now how what will we do to do that and then you set a goal. You say, okay, now, and, and why am I setting this goal to find? Well, because I want to teach. Missionaries, don't you love teaching? <laughs> I love teaching. So you're going to say, okay, I'm going to teach. So how many lessons do we think we're going to teach? How many people will we be teaching? Maybe even a better question. And then you say, now, now what will we teach? Well, if I haven't met him yet, I won't know that. I'll have to rely on the Spirit. But we know there are some things that resonate with people in this area, the, the, the restoration, the plan of salvation, whatever it may be. You're going to have a short, pithy, powerful lesson in mind and those things you'll teach. The ones that you know, you're going to plan what you're going to teach with them. So you're creating these plans as you set the goals. And then as you, as you carry out the plans to achieve the goal, it is iterative. Iterative means we're constantly evaluating because we're constantly learning. And our constant learning and our evaluating causes us to adjust and 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 improve and and refine what we're doing. Can you think of any other misunderstandings that missionaries sometimes have when it comes to key indicators and how to use them? As you asked the, that question, uh, a story came to mind that President Nelson shared with the whole church in the general conference address. I think it, it's a remarkable story. And I hope it, it represents both sides of as we set goals and make plans and, and then deal with agency that others have, that we will not try to manipulate or control because then that chases the spirit away. We won't do that. All right. This is President Nelson now. Two years ago, Sister Nelson and I visited to- Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, and Tahiti. Each of those island nations had experienced heavy rain for days. Members had fasted and prayed that their outdoor meetings would be protected from the rain. In Samoa, Fiji, and Tahiti, just as the meetings began, the rain stopped. But in Tonga, the rain did not stop. Yet 13,000 faithful saints came hours early to get a seat, waited patiently through a steady downpour, and then sat through a very wet two-hour meeting. We saw a vibrant faith at work among each of those islanders, faith sufficient to stop the rain and faith to persevere when the rain did not stop. Hmm. 
The mountains in our lives, he concluded, do not always move how or when we would like, but our faith will always propel us forward. Faith always increases our access to godly power. And that's a little bit why earlier, you know, I, I mentioned it, that, you know, some are not ready yet, but they will have felt the Spirit with you. Nine times out of ten, they will have had a spiritual experience with you. So you record their names, get them in the area book, and your faith will propel you forward. And you just watch what happens in the lives of those people a year or two or five or ten from now. Yeah. We don't dictate timetables to the Lord, and we just rely on Him to give us the resilience to keep moving. Yeah, I, you're just reminding me so clearly. Missionaries need to remember key indicators help us think about our work, and they indicate how the work is going. They don't indicate how hard we're working or our worth to the Lord. This, these have been such helpful thoughts. Is there anything else that you want to make sure we share with the missionaries today about setting goals, plans? I think we demonstrate our love to both the Savior and to those we teach by keeping the individuals at the, at the top, at the, the forefront, like Elder Nash was um, just explaining, understanding individuals, what their needs are, helping them in their journeys. Um, it's not, the goals are not about us. The goals are about helping to lift uh, and, and strengthen and love other people. And we're just, we're so grateful for all things these great elders and sisters are doing out there. And, and uh, they're, they're, they're blessing so many lives. Yeah. Um, I just had a scripture come in mind. There's a prophecy by Jeremiah that I love. And uh, I'll read this to you, and this is what you're a part of. And, it, and this, this prophecy is fulfilled because of you and the members with whom you work um, as you exercise your faith in these ways. You see, setting goals and making plans is an exercise of faith in Christ. And then as, you see, as he sees you in movement, he can do a lot of great things with, through you and with you because he's a God of miracles. And as President Nelson taught us, we, we're going to pray and expect miracles. All right, here's the, here's the prophecy of our day. Remember the backdrop? They crossed the Red Sea, and that's like one of the greatest miracles in, in history. Well, here's this prophecy. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that it shall no more be said, The Lord liveth that brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But, or instead... That the Lord liveth that brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north, from all the lands whither he hath driven them. And I will bring them again to their land that I gave unto their fathers. Behold, I will send for many fishers, saith the Lord, and they shall fish them. And after I will send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and from every hill and out of the holes of the rocks. And I can say they will hunt out of every hole, every mountain, they will fish because they set goals to do so, to find them. And that gathering will be the great miracle of the ages and of which you are an essential and wonderful part. And I will just clear, declare or share my testimony that, elders and sisters, we love you dearly, and you're in our prayers daily. 
and uh, you're dearly beloved by the Lord who's called you. He lives. This is his church. He, uh, um, he directs it at all levels, including your area. And I bear that testimony to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. John, Elder Nash, thanks so much for being here with us today. Sisters and elders, we are glad you've listened in today. We pray for you every day. And we are so grateful to be engaged with you in this work. And we hope that you've felt ways you can use key indicators and goal setting to help people come unto Christ and to stay focused on the people. Um, feel free to talk with your mission leaders and the other missionaries in your mission to keep learning and growing together in this area. Um, and we know you can do this. Thank mm-hmm. you.